that's it. Right, we're back again with another Range Anxiety. Thanks to Madness for that intro track, Our House. 30 years of automotive tuning experience in 30 minutes. Yep, it's a guest show again today. He's a pretty familiar guest. We're not going to talk to him yet because that opening track, Our House by Madness, is where all the best tuning gets done. Our House. We're going to talk about home tuners today with the one and only legend of the line, the ex-Holden worker turned premier home tuner, Mr. Paul Howzon. Hey, Marty. Hello, world. Hey, babe. I'm back. Yeah, we know you're back, <laughs> all right. It's about time someone had a good, gave you a good stiff talking to. Okay. And today it was probably my day to do that, but it won't be without some laughs and some fun. So... Firstly, uh, tell me after that notoriously shit house single pegger you dropped in the car park that got me into so much trouble with the powers that be, <laughs> and I spent a day scrubbing it off, which was pretty ineffective as well. Yep. What have you been up to with that horrible um, turbo project? Tell me. Um, to be honest with you, it, it's sort of stalled. Christmas has been a bit of a nightmare for the whole Wish and eBay type thing for us. Yeah. Not not many parts have arrived just lately. It's it's kind of it's progressed to a point now where we're just waiting on bits. So it's it's getting there. It's not far off. Uh, did you use the secret buyers code? We wish you a merry Christmas. <laughs> we, we used every code yeah. we can, yeah. and we've since noticed the turbos have come down. They're what nowhere near, Yeah, nowhere near two hundred and fifty dollars anymore. Wow. Yeah, and you know you probably picked the wrong. Um, courier as well because with Alibaba you want to use a magic carpet <laughs> yeah, that's it Australia Post however did allegedly uh, and these are small numbers for my US listeners but they did deliver 52 million parcels over the Christmas break yep. and uh, not much of the horse shit they delivered was for um, second rate turbo builds so where are you actually with it currently uh, turbos mounted and on we have both manifolds set up we've got a crossover pipe the one of my old crossover pipes well, no. Oh. Uh, no, no. We deem that unsatisfactory, Martin. Unfit for purpose. <laughs> yeah. So did I. What nah, do you reckon you ended it, up with it? It turns out that all-wheel drive system gave yes. us a few... Yeah, so yeah. things had to be cut and shut. Mark ended up making his own down there at Phillips Performance Racing. Oh, lovely yeah. Mark, Mark Lee Performance <laughs> yeah. Workshop that's, Specialist. That's him. If you want to follow these freaks on Facebook, they... No, actually, don't. <laughs> don't, don't. Don't. Just don't. No. They're idiots. Um, no, so so that's all done. The dump yep. is done. The wastegate is in. There's, we we are waiting on the um, boost side. Okay, now where, where, where did you put the wastegate in the end? So I had a bit of a talk to the, your race engineer about this, and he wouldn't listen, but where did you put the wastegate? Yeah, that's that's interesting. I don't know whether this will be sufficient, but I'm, I'm banking on us not making much boost. But... It's over where the um, driver, underneath the driver's seat, if you like, where the crossover starts to head back over to the turbo. So, hang on, you've got two we lots of four cylinders feeding into a single collector and you're taking the wastegate feed off one side of them. That would be the scientific way of looking at it, yes. <laughs> so, basically, you're going to have uncontrolled boost. We are always going to have uncontrolled boost. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a Chinese turbo. Yeah, yeah, come on. <laughs> So but realistically, I know that that's not the right way of doing it. But again, we we're not looking to set the world on fire. This well, well should you, have set on fire. Well, you are going to set the whole bloody <laughs> thing on fire. Just the car on fire. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're going to do that. You can't do that. You can't do that with a wastegate. Now you were led astray by some bunch of jockeys that actually did a kit here back in the day that did have two wastegates, one at the That's... collector and one on the crossover pipe. The one on the crossover pipe was never needed. It was just a gimmick. Yeah. Okay. 
So basically, I just take that off and block that up and just let it make whatever boost it will make. Yep, yeah, you could be on something. It's going to sit there just as a, like a redundancy then. Well, and just because you're using the LS1 or LS6 plastic manifold, right? <laughs> just get like three... <laughs> Three 15mm holes drill in it, and that can okay. be your boost pressure control. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like an old-fashioned pressure cooker. We, well, just a little... you know, a very smart friend of mine back in the day, Simon, I've mentioned it before, from Nispro, he used to use, on some of his really old turbo systems back in the day, like a pressure relief spring valve on the inlet manifold that would help control the boost and boost spikes in conjunction with the yep. wastegate. Yep. Now, a lot of people poo-poo that idea because the compressor's already put the work into making um, the air charge that you're bleeding off, so there's extra heat and da-da-da-da-da. But the reality is that apart from losing a bit of density, which you can make up with a good intercooler, that system does, in fact, work bloody well. It's almost foolproof, I would think. Um, a burst disc is fitted to just about any big rail. Yeah, yeah that's wrong. Gee, yeah. you're showing your knowledge here, Paul. You have eight burst discs in this seat. <laughs> yeah. They're also known as pistons. Yes, yes. Okay, so what size injector are you using in it, in it again? We're toying with the idea of the LSA injector at this stage. Which is well, like a 42-pound thing. I reckon that's all the money. or somewhere yeah. out. They're up there somewhere. Yeah. Um, and you're only going to run this on gasoline, I take it. At this stage, I believe that's all he wants to do. Well, there was talk of E85, but it, it's getting a little bit Hard to find. What about MD60? <laughs> <laughs> well, I do know the man who invented it, so I couldn't yes. him up. Yeah, and Little Lord swears by it. <laughs> he he don't run it anymore, though, does he? No, he's so, got, still got tears in his eyes from when, when he did run it. He, he loved it that much. It so was he, a good thing. It was a very good thing yeah. in its day. So, okay, you got all of this crap sorted out. You're obviously, got, you, you know, you're going to do, because we're going to get on to some home tuning in a minute, but you're going to do what most uh, good home tuners do and plagiarise a known working tune. It's proven though, isn't it? That well, tune yours is proven. Yeah, has been in that vehicle since 2007. Wow. That up, car, up to 14 just... pounds max. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I won't run it into the 20s ever again. No. But that car has now done 340,000 yeah. days maybe. And what? It'd have to be 250, 300 of that boosted. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a huge number. That was That's over a decade ago that, yeah. that was built. Now, have you had a look at that program yet? The tune in it? Mm. Not really, because... You've sucked it, though, obviously. Oh, shit, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah I've had a, had a browse, mm. and I've got nothing to compare it with at this stage. That's so right. You yeah, can't well, it, really... is, it is the closest thing to excellence you'll ever have. Yeah, well, I, I obviously have done my research, and that was one of my little places to look, was, mm. was your tune. Mm -hmm. And obviously, I'll have to go do the two-bar... Operating map. system, yeah. yeah. So that's flash that whole thing over yeah, the It's a right entire with HP tuners, yeah. yeah buy yeah. the right licenses for it and, and yeah. away you go. Um, one thing you are going to run into trouble with, and I ran into trouble with it at first, is that um, your race engineer wants to put the oxygen sensors in it. Now, can you see why putting how, how oxygen sensors in that car using the standard LS1 switching, how there could be a problem there? Oh, 100%. Yeah, what, it, to me, it's not going to work. And I've why, been meaning, why? Why? Well, on one side, you're reading the bank, the four cylinders are being read. Yeah. The other side, it's not reading, it's reading all eight. Yeah. Because of the crossover and the joint. Correct. Is is there a form or some sort of math you could actually work out to count? If you, if Did you, you say math or math? Maths. Maths. Yeah. So if, you've, if you're running rich on one bank 
Yes. And then the end result is lean. Do you yes. know what I mean? Like, so what happens? You... What happens is one starts to chase the other, and you get an engine that you know. So so one bank goes full positive trim, and one bank goes full negative trim, and then they just work back the front, and the car will run like shit. Yeah, yeah, I could imagine. Mm. So I went I, through. I went through all of this, and so day. it's not doable. You don't think? Well, I had a look at doing it. There's no way of converting the code over to run a single O2 sensor for all eight injectors. I'm sure the guys at HP Tuners could have done it, but I put enough pressure on um, Chris Perstry back in the day to write that two-bar operating system. He wrote that for us. Okay. In the, in the yeah, in the very early piece. He was a great guy, and I think he's Kids World Formula 3 championship now, isn't he? Or GP2 or something? Oscar? Good, good pedigree. Yeah, yeah. Well, I saw HP Tuners on the car, and that was the name. So, yeah, he's, he's on his way to F1. Nice. Hopefully, I did my part paying for that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it very much. Thank you for all your efforts, Chris. But they probably could have made it work um, single O2, but the reality the reality is you just turn all of the closed loop off and you run it in open loop like a like a man's engine. Much like the Stato. <clears throat> yeah, well, your Stato runs in open loop. Yeah, yeah. Because no, there's no way of controlling it. That's right. So, so even if I moved it back, so if we didn't have it, if we were reading, say, three injectors on one side, I know that's a bit... Uh, three cylinders, sorry, on one side and all four on the other. You know, moved it back along the log... It's, it's you probably could do that. I never went. Um, I never had the. Just I, I, I was using chip chip manifolds. So if we wanted to weld bungs and things into them, they would have cracked and fallen apart. Yeah, okay. Even quicker than that already did. So yeah. what I did is I, I just you know you'd have one in the dump and one in the crossover, and you just you just turned them off. Because what are we looking to gain from running O2s? What well, will we... no, you will get slightly better fuel economy in some instances, and better control, and better altitude compensation, a better. Uh, it's just easier to map a car where you've got trims up to 25% in either direction yeah, yeah. doing all of the slog work for you. Um, the reality is, I mean, you had, I mean, your economy was never that bad, bad in your Stato driving it around open loop, was it? We ran it for decades as is. It's, yeah, you yeah. know, and it wasn't it's shockingly bad. No, 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 no. It's mid to high teens. Well, high teens. <laughs> well, high, it, you know, which is okay. It's, it is what it is. You can't expect any less. It's well, a two-ton vehicle. I don't help the matter when I'm on. No, so it was 2.3 tonnes. Um, <laughs> and and driven like it was stolen. Yeah, so, and yeah. yeah. So, look, I, open loop is harder to do in terms of your initial calibration, but and it's easy to get wrong and it's easy to make them too rich or too lame, but providing you use half a brain, um, you can make the things um, run perfectly, and a lot of people don't know, but they'll do that seamlessly for years. And that was one of the benefits when we went to twin turbo. Yeah is that you could actually then go and run the things in closed loop again. Yep. Because so, that gets me to what I was wondering mm. about this and the whole first... I, I do listen to what you have to say. Jeez. Sometimes. Yeah, I was going to take one, it with a grain of right, salt. then, one time. You At said something... <laughs> that's yeah. right. You said something about it was always going to run lean uh, once boosted in in region five or seven or something is that no what what it is is that with a the traditional dead end or dead head fuel system that the ls series um combinations use yep. when you start to max the fuel system when you start to run out of pump and run and 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 starve it there is physically a place in the rails where 
they will start to stuff up and, and you know, they'll run out there first. Yeah. So you'll go lean on those one or two cylinders first and that's always the one you take the ring land off and that's always the one that you push your gasket out of or, you know, axe the block or whatever you do. So, and, and that's why a lot of people went to a, a proper return style fuel system on them. There's, there's nothing wrong with the deadhead fuel system and there's nothing wrong with either of those fuel systems providing you actually have enough physical supply. So the more pump, the better, and the more injector headroom, the better. You start to run them skinny and do dumb shit with them like we did in the early days is when you'll start to run lean. And you know, those back two, I think it's the back two cylinders on the left-hand bank can you know run one and a half AF R points leaner than the one on the, the front of the right bank with with a stock mm. or maxed out system with a maxed out so system. A system like with we've got LSA injectors which I know it's not going to be overkill but it's definitely going to be better and a, and an upgraded fuel prop row wall bro or full well or, the only way to tell is to have log fuel pressure on it you know yeah, and, yep, and yep. the fact that things going to make 38 to 52 psi boost because you don't have a wastegate that bloody works on it. It's all gonna. The problem is when when you lose. There's an old saying. There's an old. I think it was an old Corky Bell saying. But you lose control of the boost or you lose control of the fuel system. You lose control of the engine. Yes. This is why I hate boost controllers that are difficult to set up, and that's why I love running things at wastegate pressure. You know, you want 30 pounds of boost, run 30 pound wastegate spring. Yep. You know. Nothing can go wrong. You can't shut your centre console lid and accidentally put 10 more pounds boost in it. Blunt the engine, right, pole. Yeah, I've seen it happen. Yeah, yes. no, we've heard about it happening. So, yep. you know, the si simplifying things is is one way of ensuring that you've got one less thing to worry about when it comes time to dyno tune. Like, I'm about to dyno tune this Audi R8 V10. It has an ETS turbo kit on it with a pair of nice big precision turbos on it. I want around 7 PSI boost to start with on a standard ECU, so I'm running 6 pound of spring in it, or 7 pound of spring yep. in the wastegates. I haven't got to worry about not only trying to set up the engine, but then set up a bloody boost controller as well, and all of a sudden you've got like 3 or 4 dimensions to this problem you're trying to solve. Alright then, <clears throat> with, it, with you, and you know that we've got a compromised wastegate system on this. Yeah. How, are we going to have any issues if we run a six pound spring in that compromised wastegate? Mm. Will we make much more than six pound? Like, well, because it's not a great deal to start with. Well, it's hard for me to tell because one, my crystal bowl's clean out of batteries at the moment. <laughs> I don't run Tesla batteries in my crystal bowl. Two, polarizer. Yeah, the polarizer's in. Can't yeah. you feel it? Yeah, I can. It's actually bloody I good. I feel isn't good it? chi. You do, don't you? You know what you feel? Hopefully, you don't have a heart on. <laughs> that's always a worry, particularly when you're sitting next to me. Yes. Um, you just want to cuddle, I know. You always just say Only that. human. Now I've just lost all, all train of thought here, but I think what you're trying to do is um, the, the physical of equivalent, we like to call it shitting in your hands and clapping. <laughs> and he, there's going to be a mess everywhere. Yeah. I think that, that compromised wastegate setup is breaking one of the first rules of losing control of the boost. You lose control of the engine. And I think that's what's going to happen to you. Okay. okay. I think that really needs to be addressed before you run it because I can't see how one half of the engine can give all of the air to it and the other half that joins in as a compromised speed anyway is the only one that's going to be bled anything off. I, I think it's going to end in disaster yeah I, I can see that there's definitely a case for um i would fix it revisiting now the, in revisiting that yeah. and how do you do it you go at the collector after 
the crossover pipe is joined in. So you've got the entire engine's gas flow pre-turbine entry and off there. Now, if you've got no room in the manifold, you can actually weld the wastegate onto housing. the turbine housing. Yeah, yeah. Um, yep. If it's big enough, and it does, it looks like it's off a like a 2001 Wusan tractor or something, <laughs> which I, I think yep. it is. Yeah. I would yeah, be doing that before fun. I even tried to run it. That's, yeah. yeah Otherwise, that you're going to destroy it. Okay, we'll take that on board, Martin. That is definitely on the to-do list. Now, what have you done with the oil feed for the turbocharger? How much oil are you going to put through this thing? That's actually been giving us a little bit of grief. Yeah, yeah. oh, and it hasn't even yeah. run yet. You won't let runs. Yeah, yeah, we've 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 learned from your mistakes. Mistakes, if you like. Mm. Yeah, the low mount is obviously no good. Good. No. So as long as we're getting oil drain back, unrestricted drain back. Mm -hmm. We then just have to surely tailor the oil feed to the point where you, you mm -hmm. don't want it coming through max pressure. Just Well, here's the thing. If it was a proper turbocharger, you should be able to just run the feed to that dirty old thing unrestricted, right? You should yeah. be able to run it through yeah. conventional oil feed fitting, like a four mil fitting, whatever. MPT. What I would do, being a Chinese turbine, it's going to have terrible turbine sills. They're going to be some second-hand thing out of a... I don't even know what half of their crap's called, but it'll be an industrial tractor thing that's designed for a diesel that won't put up with much heat, um, which is just what they do. And it'll be, it'll be a, a, a piston ring seal. And, of course, you're going to have 150,000 RPM shaft speed, which is about 140,000 RPM too much for it. <laughs> and so you're going to pick up the seal and damage it anyway. But basically, with the engine idling... You want to tail it, my experience would tell me, you want to tail that oil feed to have no more than a litre and a half to two litres a minute coming back out of, you want to catch what's coming yep, out of the return. Yep, yep. In a bottle, time it over 15 seconds, times it by four. Done. And that's how I'll you listen, work it I'll out. listen back, sorry. So you're going, to, you're going to end up with about a two to two mil restrictor in the top of that, I reckon. Yeah. It wouldn't have a restrictor standard, and because of that, it'll possibly never work. It'll just be like a smoke screen. But that's all right. Yeah. Particularly yeah, okay. up the first time you let it rip with uncontrolled boost. Yes. So what other problems do you think we're going to have? We're going to have that. What are you going to do? Because you've stuffed the air filter up the front behind the headlight. The next biggest problem you're going to have is air filtration. We, we're going to go back and do what you did originally with the um, Gen T kit. We, we're going to put that... You're going to put a snorkel, are you? Yeah, yeah, straight down yeah, into... Okay, that's it's, good. It's in an adventurer. It yeah. has a much bigger area there. They've got a big bar. There's a lot of area yeah, yeah, in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you were going to say something stupid, like you're going to use some of those, you know, one of those HKs. Like, they're good filter for a VTIR <laughs> Civic. Not so good for a Wuhan war whistle yeah, no, on we, the front of a... A big V8. I, I know people have been stupid enough to use them in all sorts of unfit applications. No names mentioned. Paul. Yep. Um, yep. And, yeah, don't do that. You're better off going to big Donaldson snorkel elbow with a decent-sized pod K&N style thing. Yes, that's what will be happening. There'll be some, the biggest thing we can fit in that void inside that guard. Or why don't you just grow a pair, drill a headlight out of the thing so it's full of holes, and just put a turbo guard on it? Well, that, that's actually, Mark was toying with that idea. You don't, I mean, the engine and turbo isn't going to last long enough that to you drive need, at night. That you need, well, and A, drive at night, and B, long enough that you need a 100,000 mile filtration with washable. Yep. The thing's yep. going to crap itself instantly. Uh, either that or it'll outrun its headlights anyway. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> or the trans will just simply implode. I know. So. I've, 
starting to specialise in transmissions now, Marty. I'm going to get onto that in another Epicast <laughs> because that is as terrible as it sounds. But have you, I mean, I know you're a 6L80 e-expert home tuner now. Are you indeed, much of a indeed. 4L60, 4L80 specialist yet? Um, not really, but I did rebuild yep. mine. Bobo yep. got me the parts. And, yep. we, and I have looked at that one. And, and that trans has gone 100 plus mm. thousand Ks mm. with just a few little tweaks. I know they're not indestructible. There's no way you can make them. Nothing is indestructible. No, there's no way you can make them strong enough to last between behind any power. But the, the states with 400 odd horse still driving yep. sweet. And so you only want about 400 horse out of this atrocious thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because we've got too many other things, too many variables with this one. I'm more worried about the all-wheel drive system being too much on the trans than the engine putting too much. Well, power. that's right. You always need a fusible link somewhere, yes. don't you? And I think yes. it's going to be the band. Yeah, okay. In the transmission, that's normally like you're gonna you're gonna just have, uh, I think it's just third and fourth gears or something, or or second, third and fourth. I think that's what will happen, and the torque converter clutch will tear itself apart. Um, no, no, but you've got to make torque and make boost and make power. To that's do these right. Things, so this you? should be laggy, mm. nice down low, first and second. But I think it's between that 5,200 to 5,500 <laughs> when the valve float comes in when it goes from 30 to 58 PSI. That reminds me, valve springs are getting done this afternoon. Well, valve springs do need to be done yes. because they float yep. standard. And what's this yep. thing done, like a 300,000 miles or something? I'm not sure, but it's... It's up there. Yeah, it is up there. I think 200s. So it would need at a minimum... I mean, you know, their seat pressures are 80, 90 pound standard it needs a good set of singles you're not doing this dual road no no they're, they're um there's some beehives well yeah beehives are right yeah pack springs yeah um, good oh, i can't remember the series we had they were in the original statesman engine oh okay so the, using a good second hand se set. seasoned set seasoned auto fatarged <laughs> i think they <laughs> it's straight from f1 they straight from f1 do, yeah they yeah. used to do Aged, that back in the day like yes. a good steak yep um, okay, and uh, we're going to stick with the standard camshaft at this point in time. Well, that's another story. Well, yeah, there's, yeah. there's a whole episode there as well, Martin. That Mark was around last night. We had a few cans, and we did get onto the um, summit or one of those style American for um, shops, and just yeah. had a look at their selection of boost cams. You know, boost cams are a bit like. Oh, I'm trying to think of some other stupid thing. No such what? thing as a boost cam. No. But th there is ones where overlap is too great. You're just going to be blowing your power out. Oh, I've never seen it. Surely. I've never seen it. You have a look at any fast turbo engine that runs cams that would make most normally aspirated engines shrivel up in the corner scared. Yep. We've yep. always believed. So, you know, you need a good excuse um, for this thing to be a horrible heap of shit. So I would go to the GM Motorsport Turbo Killer. Turbo Killer. So, because when that kills the turbo, well, <laughs> we had for example, excuse. Little Lord's car had yeah. a Turbo Killer in and it. And it sounded nuts. And it, it was, was turbocharged. Yeah, yeah. It so, sounded good. Here, all right, then, on on that thought, if you get, and I've been doing my research, mm. if you've got a 300 horsepower car, mm. it doesn't matter how it makes mm. it, it's got 300 horse, yeah. and you add 14.7 PSI, Mm. Is that now double the amount of horsepower it had NA? Well, of course not. It doesn't it, work like it that. It can't work like that, can no. it? No. No. So there's there's a there's a, a point where it doesn't add up anymore. No. Well, the turbocharger is a speed machine. The engine's a volume machine. The two are never matched. And, yeah, there's a just... No, it doesn't work like that at I just, all. I just see it on the net a bit. That's all I'm oh, saying. Oh, no, you no. bloody YouTubers. You make me <laughs> sick. 
Anyway, look, that's all we've got time for today, Paul. Did, uh, did you learn anything out of that? Yeah, we've got to restrict that oil. you got to restrict that oil. you got to fix the stupid waste gate. gate. And yes. put the biggest stick in it you can find. <laughs> but no, no, look, thanks for joining me. I can't wait to see this in the next few weeks and months. I'm still waiting for someone to write me an intro. Can you please hurry up, Uncle Tone, you're a musician, aren't you? I can hum something. Can you? <laughs> yeah. no, I think you'll be doing a bit of humming later with old mate. Um, but look, everyone, thanks for listening. Don't forget to send me your feedback and tune in again to the next Range Anxiety.